0: God's love and his peace are yours through Jesus, who longs to forgive you. Amen. Hear now God's word from Luke chapter 23. Two other men, both criminals, were also led out with Jesus to be executed. When they came to the place called the Skull, they crucified him there. Along with the criminals, one on his right, the other on his left, Jesus said, Father, forgive them for they do not know what they are doing. This is God's word. What do you long for? What do you really, you know, yearn for more than anything else? Spring? Uh, you might have to wait a little bit longer for that one. Um, Friday night? Well, you're over the hump, Right? Do you just love that last hour of the day, or maybe it's just 21 minutes, when you can sit down on the couch, put up your feet, and finally watch some Netflix? What do you think Jesus longs for? Probably not Netflix. Not a day off. Not even spring. Jesus longs to forgive you. What he wants more than anything else in the whole world, is to forgive you. That was the whole reason he came to this earth. One time, some people brought a paralyzed man to Jesus. And the first thing Jesus said to this paralyzed man was not anything about his body. The very first thing Jesus said was, your sins are forgiven. Jesus longs to forgive. There's no coincidence in this part of Scripture that Jesus is crucified among two Criminals. That's all we know about them, criminals. How would you like to be identified just by that word, criminal? And you know, you didn't get crucified for running a red light or shoplifting a pack of gum from the grocery store. Crucifixion was reserved for the worst criminals. And these criminals, Jesus longed to forgive. Them he wanted to forgive. And if, like Paul Harvey, you know the rest of the story, you know that one of these guys longed to be forgiven and actually was forgiven. And yes, one of these two criminals will be standing there at the gates of heaven and welcoming us, fellow criminals, who have also been forgiven, into heaven with him. I mean, this is no coincidence that there was a criminal on Jesus' right and one on his left. Hundreds of years earlier, God prophesied, predicted, promised in his word that Jesus would be numbered with the transgressors. And there's Jesus smack dab in the middle, as though he's like the king of the criminals. right? And he's the team leader of all the transgressors. Right smack dab in the middle of the criminals, numbered with them, crucified with them, and, yes, forgiving those criminals. You know, there was um, plenty of unusual circumstances there at Jesus' crucifixion. Consider the place where it happened. The place is called the skull. It kind of gives you the the willies or the eebie-jeebies, right? I mean, and it seems like it was called that because it was a, a hill, a rock that was shaped like a skull the people figured well it looks like a skull it's shaped like a skull we might as well add to the decor and crucify people there right i mean was it had god designed this hill just for this purpose for the crucifixion of his son had he just conveniently placed it right outside the city gates of jerusalem and for thousands of years did he control the erosion and lack of erosion so that it would still be shaped like a skull on the day that Jesus was crucified, the day he fulfilled his greatest mission that he always longed to do and bring forgiveness. Yes, it was there at that skull that Jesus got what he wanted most, you, your forgiveness, because it was there on that skull they crucified. It's actually just one word in the original language and it's pretty amazing how the greatest events in history are recorded in the Bible with a single word at Christmas she gave birth one word on Good Friday it is finished one word at Easter he is risen one word and here they crucified one word but who is part of that they who crucified him. Well, we might think first literally of the Roman soldiers who pounded the nails into Jesus' hands. But there was an awful big conspiracy going on. right? The Roman soldiers acted at the directive of Pontius Pilate, who gave the sentence for Jesus to be crucified. And the, the Jewish religious leaders had a big hand in this, They didn't like Jesus pronouncing forgiveness. They wanted to hold people to the law. And the Jewish political leaders were in cahoots with everybody. They didn't like this Jesus guy coming around saying, there's a kingdom not of this world. They were stirring up large crowds to yell, crucify him, crucify him. So it would be easy for us to scold that crowd. You naughty crowd, you yelled crucify and it'd be easy for us to look down on the religious and political leaders. You stirred up that crowd. And it'd be easy for us to you know, shake this self-righteous finger at Pilate. Why didn't you have some guts and let Jesus go free? You know what? That self-righteous finger would be pointing everywhere except where it belongs. I crucified Jesus. My sins put him there on the skull. Every time I was silent, when I should have spoken up for Jesus, my silence yelled out, crucify him, crucify him. Every time I laughed at one of those jokes I wouldn't have laughed at if Jesus had been standing right next to me. My laughter was a cackling crucifier you know we are so steeped in sin that a lot of times we don't even know what we're doing the light was really yellow it was just a few minutes of my employer's time everybody does it i know those sins won't get you crucified they'll just get us sent to hell forever that's why jesus hung on that cross That's why he went to that skull. What was the first thing he said? Father, forgive them. Father, forgive their self-righteous finger wagging, their red light running, their time stealing. Father, forgive them. As he's slowly suffocating, Jesus prays, Father, forgive them. And as he's losing precious oxygen, he uses that voice to say, Father, forgive them. That's all Jesus longed to do. That's what he wanted most of all. Father, forgive them. For they do not know what they are doing. Didn't they know exactly what they were doing? They were crucifying somebody. But the Bible tells us they acted in ignorance. They didn't realize that he was the Son of God. They didn't know that he was the Lord of glory. But notice Jesus didn't say, Father, excuse them. They didn't know any better. He said, Father, forgive them. And Jesus didn't say, hey, Father, it's okay. He said, Father, forgive them. That's what Jesus longs to do, forgive you. So yes, Jesus longed to forgive criminals, and he forgave them. Jesus longed to forgive crucifiers, and he forgave them. Jesus longs to forgive you, and he forgave you. Amen. We'll continue by singing the hymn, I Run to Christ, printed in the service folder.